Welcome to a podcast from Hope Church Glasgow. For more about us, check out hopechurchglasgow.org. Hi and welcome to today's message. Um, I want to talk to you today about discovering peace in a frantic and threatening world. I really want to look at the power of the presence of peace within us. And gosh, if we live through some months together with COVID-19, we've been subject to uh, stressful, fear-inducing messages and a fear-inducing reality for the last 18 months. And, And on top of that, we just get bombarded with more and more message of things that can concern us and make us feel threatened. The latest news uh, of things that could threaten our, our fundamental way of life, sometimes things like racism and the increased division in our society and the Code Red situation on climate change. That report came out just, just a few weeks ago. And then we are, we are hit with the crisis in Afghanistan and the human tragedy there and the uh, uh, people fleeing uh, uh, and also then the potential of, of uh, the rising terror threat. Um, psychologists and the latest brain science tells us that uh, we have an automatic response to feeling threatened, uh, and we're designed to do that. It's it's self-preserving. And the things that we do classically uh, are triggered to do are uh, to fight, to flight, or to freeze. And... Uh, these things happen inside us without us being in control of them. And, and, and when we've been feeling these kind of threats over and over again for a long time, it, it, it's why people have slept poorly. It's why we have more brain fog. It's why there's more anger and abuse about the, the, the fight thing is coming up inside us. It's why, it's why there's a booming by houses by the sea. And in the country, there's this, we just want to escape the flight type response. Um, and, and uh, the brain science tells us many helpful things about our chem- brain chemistry and response. And it tells us that, that there are things that help us recover from these responses. And it's certainly in lockdowns, some of those things have been less available to us. Like apparently hugs are really good for us. Laughing, being with friends, going to the, to the gym, other creative outlets, playing music with people. Tons of those things we just couldn't do. So covid has stressed us and then we get these other things coming that seem to be threatening and and so they stir us up and and although the science and stuff is helpful to explain to us what's happening in our heads and to some degree in our bodies because these responses release chemicals into our bodies so that we can run and all this kind of stuff but but all the science tends to exclude one important factor that we're here to talk about today which is Jesus and what he's doing and what he's uh, doing for us and in us. Um, I don't think the world is going to calm down anytime soon. I don't think uh, that peace is going to arrive externally to us. You know, things could get worse. They could stay the same. I really don't have any prophetic feel about that other than we're in a, we're in a troubled, troubled world. And I, I think if we just accept that stress is our lot and it's normal and, and acceptable, we could be missing something really, really important. And, and, and <clears> that actually that we have a step to make. There's a step towards world peace, which is us enjoying the Prince of Peace within us. One of the most powerful testimonies you can, I can have right now as a believer is being someone who carries peace to our colleagues, our friends, 
uh, and, you know, environments that we're in. Literally, our rest is our most powerful testimony in these days. And finding that place of rest is going to be really important. And before you, I add to the anxiety in our head, I might do this a couple of times in this message. Before I add to any anxiety, this message isn't a thing like a how-to. It's not, you should be more at peace. Um, this is not a nice version of, woe to you, Christian, you're rubbish. You ought to be better at this peace thing by now. If you're thinking that, just kind of drop it in the bin, please, because that's not what we're doing today. I really do not want to add to our stress by talking about being at peace. That would be silly, wouldn't it? <laughs> so the classic story for this for me is in Matthew 8, where they're in a storm and Jesus is asleep in the boat. So we're just going to have a look, little look at that. Um, uh, they have to wake him up. Uh, the disciples, I mean, they are, they're freaking out the disciples are freaking out and i remember some of these guys some of his some of the 12 are seasoned fishermen and they're freaking out so literally you can tell by the syntax and by the exclamation marks and the sense you could tell they're panicking and he's, they say lord save us save us lord we're gonna die i mean they are out there <clears throat> with stri their stress response right now and jesus wakes up and he and <laughs> Yes, here we go, gentle Jesus. He rapidly tells them off. First thing he does before dealing with a problem, he tells them off. Oh, he does this to us time to time, doesn't he? He says this to them. Why are you gripped with fear? Where is your faith? And then he stood and rebuked the storm, having rebuked them. And he said, be still. And instantly it became perfectly calm. Um, uh, what's fantastic to observe here for a moment is that Jesus isn't losing it in the midst of the waves. They're the same waves. It's the same storm. They're crashing over, probably starting to fill the boat with water. He doesn't lose it. And neither is his personal atmosphere agitated and stirred up by the panic of the 12 guys around him going, ah, we're going to die. Um, that, that sort of inner poise and posture that he sustains in this moment is pretty incredible. And later in, in, in the other in another gospel in John 14, he actually commands us to be at peace and not to be afraid. Um, so although anxiety is really understandable, Jesus has stepped into our reality and lived it. And we'll say a bit more about that in a minute. And, and said that although it's understandable, anxiety is not inevitable. He doesn't command us to do anything or be anything that he hasn't already given us. So it's not a go find some peace somewhere, go figure this out, go work this out, go to the gym of peace. No, he's saying this, listen to the whole verse, John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you, peace, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Then he says, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Excuse me, it's a warm day. So the one who urges us to not be afraid and to be at peace is inside us sharing his peace, his peace with us. The same peace that he had in the storm, so powerful that neither the circumstances nor the people could disrupt it, is being constantly shared inside us and with us by Jesus. Jesus knew that he was in the Father's lap with greater certainty than he knew he was in a storm. And we are in him and he is in us. And he has included us in 
his relationship with the Father. That's what this means. They are secure with one another, and he is sharing that level of life and intimacy and security with us all the time. And again, just in case your brain's going to jump somewhere, we don't want it to today, you're not now being called to find some new mighty faith to worship harder or longer, read your Bible more, pray more, or give thanks more. All good things to do, that's not the message. But our brains can tend to take us that way. Oh, the preacher is asking us to do more. God is asking us to do something more. And then we'd be obeying these things and experiencing the things we're supposed to experience. Mm. Now, I'm not asking you to do anything in order to enjoy this reality deeper. Um, we need to understand that, that Jesus lived in our reality as a real human being, experiencing all the pains and pressures and trials that we experience with just the same pressure, just the same power and impact on him, on his emotions and on his mind. And yet he never gave way in terms of this incredible relationship he had with the Father by the Spirit never got it, it it never shook him not because he had some super suit and it bounced off but because he's so secure in his union with the father by the spirit and he came into our reality and joined that life with the mess he came to the muck and bullets of life and joined trinitarian life to it so he's not asking us to sort of somehow mystically jump out of this world to enjoy this mystical peace somewhere. No, he's joined the spiritual peace of his realm to our realm in its full, dirty, horrible, difficult reality. Um, I think that's really exciting. And that is the point of the incarnation. You are indwelt by the Prince of Peace. And he's constantly and willingly, freely, generously sharing. He's, he's eager to share his reality with us and within us, his reality with the Father. He's constantly seeking to wrap us up, our feelings and thoughts, in his relationship with the Father by the Spirit. Remember the title of this talk is about discovering peace. Not not somehow building it or even obtaining it, but discovering it because it's already there. Um, we could never get peaceful, <coughs> sorry, peaceful in some of the circumstances that we face in our life in our own strength, even with the best helps and therapies. Now, I'm not saying we can't find some help and relief in mindfulness and other therapies for sure, but ultimately we need the Prince of Peace, not just some therapy that excludes the spirit realm where Jesus rules. And G Jesus, in real life, held his ground, as it were, against the feelings of panic and fear and anxiety, the feelings of fleeing and fighting and fainting and freezing. And that reality that he already won is living inside of us right now. Remember, he said he has overcome the world. He told us he'd overcome the world to be of good cheer. What he said is he overcame the stuff we face that triggers us and freaks us out. And so we uh, we don't we don't have to be there, not because we just somehow know that as a fact, but because he's sharing that reality in us, because he's in us. 
So the role of preaching the gospel in this way is to remind us is if, if we already knew these things or to unveil this reality to us so that we know what has been achieved for us by Jesus' incarnation, his death and his resurrection. Because if we can see it, we can live it. Because he instantly starts, no, I'm saying that wrong. He's already begun to share his life with us. We just don't always see that it's there. Our minds, which is why I keep saying, don't jump off here, don't jump off there. Because actually, our minds can take us places that don't help us connect to what is already bubbling up within us by the power of the Spirit and because of Jesus' reality in our in our lives. Um, so let's just break this down a little bit more before we close. In John 14, which we were referring to before 1427 the word for peace that jesus is using is shalom which is a hebrew word it's full and rich and deep in meaning and i'm just going to give three aspects to it that could help us today first it, it means wholeness wellness so health and well-being safety a sense of happiness it's friendly it's favor it's completeness a sense of security prosperity victory and it's a place of being content tranquil quiet and restful shalom and he's jesus saying my shalom i share with you my shalom i've given to you and, and secondly so there's three aspects second one is this shalom reality has been provided it provided inside of us and it gives us what we need to completely break off the authority that would attempt to bind us to chaos so this craziness in life is constantly trying to bind us to it all right shalom gives you the authority to overcome it with peace you can break off this thing that's trying to pull you into a chaotic mindset into an anxious mindset into a into a fretful mindset because he's given you peace it gives you authority over the chaos and thirdly that shalom is about peace in terms of relational peace one to another and really we peace external to us increases as the peace in us increases both are related so jesus is sharing his rest and wholeness with us from the inside out and in that we are, have the authority to break off what would bind our minds and emotions uh, to, to to this craziness and, and, and so we have the authority not to be run by the chaos around us and that enables us to live increasingly in the posture that he lived when we see him in the boat because the very same posture the very same reality he was living and enjoying and experiencing in that moment is what he's living and enjoying and experiencing inside of you and me right now and sharing it with us in our version of the storm um so let what are we saying we're saying let this live in you now this is a this isn't a wish or a dream it's not a spiritual reality that's out there somewhere you might find one day no this is the reality that jesus achieved for us solidly in our reality through his life death and resurrection it's it, it, it's a solid achievement his indwelling of us he's sharing his peace with us right now and of course as we learn to draw on that more and more we have authority over the storm that we have peace in so we not just bring rest to others but we can start to bring calmness 
into the craziness. Um, this is a journey. I've been on this journey. I've been freaked out by the things that have happened in COVID. It's been an anxious time for me as it has for us. But I just feel in this last little while, I've been discovering more deeply, more profoundly, the Prince of Peace is alive in me. He's he's released me from the chaos and the, the life. The, the, the peace of God is resting and ruling more and more in my heart. And I want to pray that for you right now as we as we close and that we'll walk together in more and more peace. And literally our rest will be our testimony to the world around us. So, Father, thank you that you live inside us. Jesus, thank you, live inside us. Holy Spirit, thank you, live inside us. Thank you, Jesus, you're sharing with us freely, generously, continuously, your beautiful, peaceful, strong joyous relationship with the Father and sharing that with us from the inside out. And I pray for everyone listening and watching that they would experience more of that right now because that's real. And that would be their takeaway. That would be their enjoyment in the days ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. So shalom, guys. Shalom. See you soon. Thank you for listening. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, or search Hope Church Glasgow on your favourite podcast player.